Idioms. 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 Listening to Idiots and Idioms with Lucas Lockie and Reese. Hi guys. Hello. What's the idiom? Our first one is uh, pushing the envelope. Ah, to push the envelope. See, very tricky because I, I mean, I mean, my, I associate pushing the envelope. I mean, with envelope, I slide envelopes. Yeah. Across desks to the teller. Is a slide a push? Yeah. I guess it could. I be think you're pushing it. Yeah, it's, it's not a pull, so it's got to be a push. Yeah. I guess so. You're moving forward, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. No, I guess the slide thing is sort of, you know, whether the whether it's standing up or lying down. If you can't <laughs> you can't slide a letter that is <laughs> stay with me that is somehow upwards. It has to be sort of face down on a table, flat yeah, surface. It has to be flat. That is defying the laws of physics. Well, so okay. you're got you're getting the. So something that's essentially a piece of paper standing upright of its own and you're, and, and you're, you're going like to push a, it and it's going to stay upright and you're, you're doing like a little Hadouken or well, something that's, well so that's the thing yeah, it's some sort of amazing <laughs> across yeah, yeah, street fighter-esque I've, technique I've hired the magician from a couple of weeks ago to help me out with it oh man it must have been string on it then it was a lie that's the thing I mean I don't think you can um, push a little like that you have to hold sort of the two ends and sort of almost give so you can only ever slide an envelope yeah, well, yeah. I mean, in my, I mean, I'm glad we talked about this because I think I don't know if it's really because something that's been on everyone's I've, mind. I, I think it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I woke up this morning thinking, I think how it's will a, I push this piece of paper through the air? I think it's a little inconsequential, but you know, we let's be thorough. All right. So, what does it mean? It's kind of like, is it like pushing boundaries? Um, I think of, it could be. When people say when you're pushing you, it, mate, you know, you kind of. Yeah, is that where it's referenced You're from? pushing at some sort of threshold. Yeah. Okay. So is that a, is, it, is it sort of always in reference to rebellion? I don't know. Could you be pushing someone's tolerance? You could be pushing a physical limit, like going... Like going you, above and beyond. Um, I mean, I, I, I personally, I associate it with, with positivity. Yeah. Um, I, I not even... Yeah, I guess you could say boundaries, but in a, in a, in a good way. So if you, if you t- tell someone you're pushing it, that's a negative... But if it's pushing the envelope, it is usually a positive thing, right? Stepping outside your comfort zone, new experiences, trying to get something done, thinking outside the, outside the square. Yeah. But has it got anything to do with, you know, like pushing the envelope through the slot? Because that wouldn't be a slide. That'd be a push, you know. Oh, because you got to push that little latch. Yeah, yeah. And there's a dog on the other side, like in all the movies. What about days where, I mean, I don't know, it could be to do with spying? Could it be to do with um, communicating with people you shouldn't be spying so you think it's like an old well if old you KGB potentially MI6 kind of I don't know I'm just spitballing here but they're pushing the envelope and that's a code sign is that what you're, you're yeah sort out? of yeah. okay so if you push the envelope you're, yeah, you're, fair enough. you're trying to get some sort of communication out that you shouldn't be mm. mate points for creativity I'm liking it you got me tell me more well okay so I'm a spy uh What's going on? Okay, I'm a Russian spy in America. Uh, <laughs> With the strongest Australian yeah, accent there yeah. is. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, it's taken me years to perfect this Australian accent. <laughs> I'm over there. I think my cover story is I'm mates with... Um, who, was the, who was the bloke that was the Hollywood... The, the actor? God, they've got a lot of chicks. Um, <laughs> Just like, all of them? them. Uh, Finn. Uh, Inlock Flynn, or whatever his name is. Errol Flynn. Errol Flynn, yeah. I'm sort of his PA. 
He was Aussie. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my cover story over in LA, but I'm actually a spy. I'm a Russian <laughs> spy. <laughs> yeah. And okay. a lot of the stuff, like obviously hanging out with Errol, so I get into all the coolest parties and I'm mixing with some high society types, government level, and you know my notes and my communications I have to mail because obviously pre-internet. Um, yeah. And you know the crucial time comes when I'm about to post uh, my correspondence back to Moscow. Um, you know, if I get caught, that's life in prison. You know, the whole thing. But I push the envelope into the box, and um, the Kremlin gets it. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say it's the worst example I've ever heard. But I mean, I mean it's, no, it's, it's, it's open to interpretation. You, so you're you taking a to, risk, is what you've done. I'm taking a risk. So, okay, so that's how you'd use. So it's like if you're if you're bribing someone across the table, you just like sneakily push an envelope towards them across the table. You're taking a risk. That would have been a, a much more concise way to say it. <laughs> yeah, I like to get to yeah. the point. Yeah. Um, That's a little bit quicker, but I like to paint a picture. And I think you know what I'm saying. You're a very visual bloke. I'm a visual bloke. Well, that's why Errol hired me. You know, <laughs> so, committed to the role, mate. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I think know. I think that could be something. It could be sort of pushing bribes. It could be, um, yeah, I think it's probably got its roots in the underworld, the murkiness gangster land I'm happy to leave it there until the fact check proves otherwise next idiom is <laughs> face the music ah face the music <laughs> can we just does every single one just starts with you repeating it ah oh, face the music like you haven't heard it before like we didn't just discuss it before we hit record well, it's a classic classic pol- politicians move where you're trying to buy some time to think right a, a little bit it's <laughs> A little from column A, a little from column B. It's better than I mean an R in, isn't it? Well, I think I'm excited about this one because everyone's heard it, but has it, I don't think anyone's discussed it like we're about to. <laughs> okay, we're really going we're to. Well, you really just we're about like, to risen expectations there, so um, we're going to bend it over and really let it know what it's worth. Well, here, peel peel you, back the layers, get to know it. When was the last time you had to face the music? Oh gosh! Just to get you before you get me. To be honest, I do it on a daily basis. Um, Just getting out of bed. <laughs> this is your life. No, no, no. Facing the music. Um, okay. Uh, obviously, last year uh, I'd started a new job and I had limited experience. Um, I keep saying that like it's an excuse, but about halfway through the year, I made um, a, a couple of errors on a prop at work. And I've got a boss who, you know, he's a decent man, but he can be quite intense. And it was one of them situations where, you know, when you, you might, you know, you, you, to save your own skin, you might deflect blame or throw mm-hmm. someone on, you know, under the bus. But I, you, I, it I couldn't. It was just 100% me. you. 100% me. Nobody else worked on the prop. I couldn't, I couldn't look left or right. I just had to stand there and face the music. And I got an absolute dressing down. Did you get that little, um, like that, like the butterflies and something, that weird, sick feeling? Well, before you um, faced the music. Well, that's the thing. Um, I discovered my mistake, uh, and being the honest bloke I am, I had to raise it. And I, for that moment, when I when I did the math and I worked out that I'd sort of overestimated on impressions. I, yeah, that little that feeling in the stomach, like, oh fuck me, this is my fault. Mm. I'm going to get my, I'm going to get taken to pieces. I'm going to get blown up here, and I did, you know. But I, the tactic is when you face the music. Stick to your guns, apologise, and you should be all right. 
you know, unless you've committed some sort of heinous crime. <laughs> yeah. You should be okay. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Otherwise. I was to tell you. Lie. <laughs> he didn't face the music. <laughs> no, he ducked and yeah, weaved. Color. So, like, the sooner you face the music, the, the sooner, sooner the music stops. Silence. Yeah. yeah. The, sooner, the sooner the song ends, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, if you t- that's if you're taking that perspective, though. Last time I faced the music was three weeks ago with you blokes who were at a concert. I was literally facing the music. Oh, that's right. You want to tell, well, the, tell the listeners about that? Uh, basically, my um, my fellow podcasters, their musical taste is stuck in 1995. <laughs> we went and watched Noel Gallagher. And um, it was actually all right, to be totally honest. <laughs> actually, <laughs> all right. <laughs> probably probably was... the greatest living songwriter around. Well, <sighs> around, of course, during his living. But... He's no Kanye, but it was, it was all right. Would it be fair to say that you went in there with low expectations? Or were you excited going... I mean, surely I our excitement rubbed off on you to an extent. Yeah, yeah, I was excited. I was excited because I was with you guys and I got to experience, you know, something you're in because I'm a good mate and all that, but... And you got a free ticket. Free ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real reason I went to be done. <laughs> but, the free but, ticket definitely helped. But you've heard of songs like Don't Look Back in Anger and Wonderwall. I mean, these are these are huge songs. Yeah, the Oasis you, songs were all right. You saw the, the guy that wrote them perform them live. Surely that yeah, it was cool. Enough. But yeah. like, I, yeah, I, I was literally facing the music and that's... To, and, but is that like sort of a double meaning thing as in you were proven wrong? Your initial suspicions and skepticism <laughs> was, was blown out of the water? Mate, that's I, what I, I, don't, really I don't think I was proven wrong. Um, so basically what you're saying is this example has no relevance to the idiom at hand you were just at a, yeah, concert, were, at a concert you, where there was music playing yeah, yeah, but I was had just, a face no but I, was, but I was facing it but I mean <laughs> yeah. that's not it was in you front of me to turn your back to it it was in man. front of me I did I turned my back to it and fucking Wonderwall come on the one song that I was waiting for the whole time so the lesson learnt there is always face the music when at a music concert that's well that's a little pearl as well <laughs> I mean, that's a great bit of wisdom, isn't it? <laughs> what about what about you? Is there a time? We had a show. Look to the front. <laughs> that's it. Um, you can't see the show when if you don't open your you're eyes. not looking at it. Very important. If you don't have any eyes. <laughs> Very important. If you don't face. Well. You can't face something. Yeah, that's it as well. At the movies, are, are you a? Do you stand by that mantra? Like face the screen at the movies. I mean, yeah, ab- I, absolutely. That's I'm, almost. I'm, I'm a true believer in watching the movie. I mean, I've tried. If you're to, at the movies, I've Come tried facing the back a couple of times. I tell you, it's an absolute nightmare. You don't see what's going on, <laughs> and I tell you, you get some funny looks. Don't you sometimes just look <laughs> up at the projector and you just like, fuck, there's a lot of dust in the air. Well, as, as exciting as the door is, um, yeah. Anyway, you'd rather just stare at the people behind you, watch well, their reaction, see how <laughs> they experience the film. Let's do it. Yeah, I was doing a Shia LaBeouf. But what about you, Luke? Face the music. When was the last time? Yeah, I mean, for me. Any example I'm thinking of with face music is always facing embarrassment after something that I've not so much as done. It's usually something I've said, and the, the majority of the time, what I've said is some sort of confession of love, and then I have to <laughs> face, go on, yeah, and then I have on. to face that person. How often does this happen? That's happened. It's happened. <laughs> it's probably happened two, two times too many. <laughs> so what, did I, what did I say about talking to people on the train, mate? You should. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean. A confession That's based of the music, but the sooner you, well, no, it's more about. So I guess it's about getting rejected by someone, and then having to to see that person all it's the time. The music. I think, or like if you, you don't get rejected. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, I know this is a not probably not the medium, but ladies and gentlemen, he's quite a handsome young man. So it's not always rejection. It's um, maybe you've dated someone, you've dated a friend of a friend, or or actually a close friend, and it doesn't work out. 
and you still see them around. Like one challenge I have is I'm in the same circle of friends as my ex-girlfriend. So after that breakup, you know, eventually I had to face the music and be friends with her again for the good of the wider group. Yeah, but without going into that relationship in too much detail, it doesn't, to the best of my knowledge, you didn't do anything wrong. That was just unfortunate. No. You didn't have to own up any to sort of any wrongdoing or... No, it's not about... They're still facing something though. I, still, it's still facing yeah, no, like a, a, a feeling or just you know something that's not it's not pleasant it's, it's not fa- pleasant well that's the thing because like facing the music um, is, is usually only up or acknowledging or you know facing something that is unpleasant or not favourable but yet music is a favourable thing so why the connection to facing the music well it depends if you're at a Kanye concert I don't think it's Oh, get your hand off it. It's not positive at all. Right, I come it? to your shitty knob. No, <laughs> you come to my car. But I'll tell, tell you what. Yeah. Um, but that's the thing. Well, like, I think we're getting somewhere because I think my understanding of this idiom differs a little bit from you blokes because I see it as it's not just, I mean, yeah, awkward, unfortunate, but facing the music is when you've uh, Only you've let you've let yourself down or you've you've fallen short or you've done wrong and you have to stand there and, and face the consequences essentially that's what the music is in mind but the consequences consequences and can be different things though well, I, my, my but usually a consequence for mine the consequence was it was the con- facing the consequences of dating someone who is my friend and having to try and get back to that I, how is that going now have you, have you successfully have you yeah, it's, has yeah, the song so first it's, you face that and then like then you have to face her with a new partner then that's a whole different song to face. So it's like actual music. If you listen to it enough, you're going to eventually like God, it. God, how was that like? I mean, I've never been in that it's situation. Fine, you, the, but the more I try to not hear that song and avoid that situation, the worse it was. The until, louder it got. Yeah, the sooner... <laughs> oh, man, I'm loving these analogies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it, it was as soon as I just went and put the song on myself... Yeah. So as, as soon as he put the headphones the way, in, he was ready to go. The way I'm hearing this, it was an acoustic dead at the start, but the more you avoided it, they get the amps out. Yeah. You know. It was a full rock on. Yeah, yeah and I'm trying to shut the windows. I'm like, Stadium, you know, stadium show. By the end of it, it's, it's, the it's, AC, it's ACDC circa. Yeah. You know, River Place. And the sooner, I, the sooner I took those, as soon as I took those headphones off, and I just, you know, it was a terrible song at first, and now, it's not an album I'd, I'm stopping it there. But I'm it's like, you know, I'm, I, I, I enjoy, I I'm stopping enjoy it the album. There's, there's way too many. You enjoy the album? I, I, yeah. Guys, we've got to, we've got to, got to get off this, all right? Okay. Soon we're going to go on to like, oh, it, okay. it went up the charts, it didn't go up the charts. <laughs> Apologies <laughs> if anyone involved, list, involved listens to this. Like, so I reckon apart from like, you know, literally facing the music, which was your, half, half your contribution. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Apart from my idiotic contribution. I Facing the music's got to do with judgment. If there's judgment passed at the end, you're facing the music. It's all relevant. So what is the music? Because like, so you've, you've got your context for it, but so I'm trying to think where's, where this come from. There must have been some specific scenario where there's music. One, one that comes to mind is the um, Here Comes the Bride. Is that facing the music? Turning up? No, yeah, true. Yeah. Turning up to uh, well, like get that. married? But it casts, it's a very sort of negative way. Like a... Here it is. Wait, look Stuck here. in it now. Mar- matrimony. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, well look, you got to turn about, up and face the music. You've got you to face the music, mate. Um, I don't know. This is just completely off the wall, but what about um, 
executions back in the day? Do they play music to? No, just to. I don't think they're not playing that. I don't know, but like the Imperial March when when Darth Vader walks into a scene. I'm not quite as into Star Wars as you nerds, but we'll have to take advantage of that. What I'm saying is, was there was there music when people were executed? To, to comfort them. There might have been. Is that is that unreasonable to think? Yeah. You know, I think yeah, you could I be honest something. There could have been like some sort of tribal beat. It would it be like, you know, like the, drum, the, trum- the trumpets? To, is, it, is it from yeah. that? Is it from the, you know, I remember, I know it's fiction, but I mean, what about Pirates of the Caribbean? It might as well be a historical document. Yeah, was, yeah. yeah might as well be. Whoa, 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 whoa. Was, you're judging me for liking Star Wars and you're taking Johnny Depp's Role wearing too much makeup as a historical oh, document. Jack Sparrow is an iconic character, mate. Not too much, not then. He's great. And that movie, one, swashbuckling. <laughs> That's the word I used to describe that. <laughs> Just straight yeah, off the mate. DVD cover or if something. You don't, <laughs> if you don't like swashbuckling, <laughs> yeah, Kira Knightley dressed up as a pirate. There's something wrong with you. Uh, Kira Knightley. Kira uh, Knightley not in as well. Kira Knightley is a less attractive Natalie Portman, who was also in Star Wars. Who's also Nat- in Star Wars Natalie as well. Portman is the most overrated. Uh, get, woman on the, on the get face. Anyway, what, what I'm going to say is out of my face. that iconic scene at the end there where they're going to hang Jack Sparrow. Mm. I'm I'm pretty sure there was a drum beat. Yeah, yeah, there and was. Then, yeah. And then sort of obviously well, young Will Turner. Well, well, going on to other day. historical documents, what about like in Shrek when you know like all those kind of medieval times when mm. the town crier or whatever comes out, they're playing either they're ringing the bell or the trumpets coming out before they make an announcement to the townspeople. Yeah, but Shrek, like whilst it is. Close to fact, it's sort of embellished in a way. So get past Shrek as my example because I'm just trying, I'm just trying to don't wait take on your Shrek, level with dumb movies. Don't t- don't take <laughs> Shrek as gospel. Like I know it's no, but it's you know, essentially. But true. I mean, it must have come from somewhere. Those old, you know, those old days where like they might be like hit the trumpet, like and then like someone comes out like he he he, and then like you know they're enforcing the laws yeah. in the town. You have been charged with stealing a yeah, ship. Yeah, is that, you know, your punishment fa- will be fifty lashes and a. Is that yeah. face in the music? Well, I mean, yeah. I think there's music. There, it sounds to me I think like the point we're making, we're, we're making, we're making, just, we're making the same points. It's a liberal. Oh, well, we're making the same yeah, points. Some back of us, in the day, some of us when you're Johnny Depp to do it, which back in the day, I've got a problem with. Oh God, I give up. <laughs> what, what's wrong with Johnny Depp now? <laughs> he's only a multi-millionaire. Oh, he's a movie star. He's terrible. Anyway, on that note, he had a bad run. He plays the same role in everything. Like what? Hey, like what? You talk, okay. You're, you're hey, specifically talking okay. about the one where he was a bloody like Native what? American and like, the one where he was a pirate. Yeah, Native American and the pirate, which had the, they used the exact same costume. And then he was the same in Willy Wonka. And then he was the same yeah. in Edward Scissorhands. He was the same in everything. Johnny Depp, for me, his two best movies for me, well, you got to throw the first Pirates of the Caribbean in there, but um, he's in a movie called <laughs> um, Donnie Brasco. Donnie Brasco is good. Unreal. And yeah. I like, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Yeah, I didn't like it. I like um, Black Mass. Fear and Loathing for me is just one of them movies just like, oh, we get it. You know, you, you, you're hanging out with Hunter S. Thompson you're doing drugs. Good on you. You want a medal? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Johnny Depp. Idiots. Fidiums. Close to the mic, thanks. Fidiums. All right, this week's Fidium comes to us from Abby in Falmouth. Our first international fan, I think. We're blowing up. Hopefully the first of many. Sure. Um, yeah, absolutely. Oh, How you going, Abby? Yeah, she's sending one. Um, opening up a can of worms. A can of worms. <laughs> <laughs> there it is again. Uh, <laughs> a can of worms. I mean, we all, we've all heard it before. 
Yeah, so at what point, like, literally, when would you actually have a can of worms? Well, I've got to say, I don't think they've ever been a major part of the of the human diet. I've certainly never seen them next to <laughs> yeah, the baked yeah. beans and the spaghetti at the supermarket. Yeah, I do agree. I've never seen them in Woolies. No. I mean, I bought a, a can of crushed tomatoes tonight for the, for the rigatoni, and there was definitely no worms. <laughs> no worms to be seen. In, in aisle six at, at Foodworks. Don't mind a can of uh, sour gummy worms, though. See, I don't think I don't think we're talking um, confectionery here. I think it's they're talking about worms that live in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was, you're, you're the authority on the matter. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous saying, but no, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, no, like, no, 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 no Reese, you're on. a fucking idiot because you said gummy worms. It's actual worms. Yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry, continue, please. Well, my understanding of a can of worms, obviously negative again. You know, uh, for, used... for the record, we're talking about dirt worms, earthworms. Yes. Okay, good. Just so you know. Um, I understand now. Cost, okay, so I see why you're criticising now. Because you, if you open a can of gummy worms, it's probably a pleasant time. But a can of earthworms, you're not. Get a massive sugar high. <laughs> so now it's a negative? If you, if you open a can of gummy worms... Dental cost through the roof. Without a doubt. You get cavities left, right and centre. Anyway, if you open too many of them... <laughs> What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to start to... All right. You're talking about your worms. So, can of worms. Okay. Yeah. So, negative, you know, I, I, negative associations. Um, my understanding, um, social situations or life in general where things have been suppressed and everything's going along, you know, relatively smoothly, uh, something said or, you know, a secret is exposed or you ask a question um, and an uncomfortable truth or reality... Uh, pops up and mayhem and and yeah chaos ensues is that your understanding of it it's messy uh, in, a, in a way it's more about like um the unexpected so if you were to open up a little can let's say you use, let's use your crushed tomatoes you're expecting crushed tomatoes you open that up you, it says crushed tomato on the label you've opened it up and there's worms in there it's like oh shit I just, I wasn't expecting this. I'm bloody, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I wouldn't put it this way. I wouldn't push you on with a rigatoni. Yeah, and then you're, and then it's all of a sudden it's unexpected. And then because you've got worms, now you're faced with this other problem, and it's just kind of yeah, like yeah. it just goes on and on and on like a waterfall effect. It's like now, where am I going to get rid of these worms? I can't eat dinner anymore because my crushed tomatoes are gone. Now I've got to get rid of these bloody worms. What do you do with the worms? And so, yeah, so then I feel like put them in the garden. So, yeah, so can of worms. So, in usually when you use that phrase, it's it's unexpected that it was going to be a can of worms. You thought you were just throwing a because that's a throwaway comment, but it actually just started a shitstorm. Exactly, because you never know you're ending a Opening a can of worms, someone else. Otherwise, you wouldn't make, open it. Yeah, Why would, exactly. Why would you exactly. Open a can someone of else makes uh, the thing. So I see. What so if you're I say now. something, okay. then you'd be like, "Oh, why'd you do that? You opened up a can of worms because you've seen that." I've opened so a I, can of worms. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> halfway through that, I just realised that. You know, do you reckon been, anyone's forgotten what the idiom was yet? Or I, we well, said I'm a can think, of worms I, enough times. I, think I was going to say I think we're up to about 150 in terms of mentioning the actual idiom. We're sponsored by Can of Worms. Good, good deal. <laughs> They're trying to make a breakthrough yeah. on Woolies, but yeah, I tell you what, it's hard to get shelf space. But yeah, I think so. We we we're sort of aware of what it is. Can I ask the boys here? Like, Can of Worms. When was the last time you opened one inadvertently? And I'm not talking about a physical can with a worm in it. Thanks for making that clear. Let's, let's get away from that. There's always been. There's always a situation where, actually, here we go. Like. Probably, this probably happens on the weekly where you, you'll you'll speak to someone. It's like, are you going to you going to so and so? It's like, 
And I'm like, like no, I, I, and you're like, you like, like, what are you talking about? I wasn't invited. You're like, oh, fuck. I might have fought a dollar for everything. And then, time. yeah, exactly. And then yeah. you're like, oh, open up a can of worms here. So, but, but you, do you still, what do you do in that situation? Do you try and sort of say, oh, well, it's just a small thing or like, oh, they must have forgot or do you just say, that's, that's got nothing to do with me? There should have been some more transparency there. Um, I should be able to tell some of my plans for a Friday evening. Yeah. Do you just do you just let them sort it out, or do you try and intervene, or what do you do? Do you stay out of it? A little bit of everything depends. How does that go for you? Usually, you, usually, yeah. I'm, usually I'm the person not invited. So try and stay so out of it. So I'm just like, which bastard was it? And then I track them down. Mm. I, I about a year and a half ago, I stuck my foot in it. Um, I let go of some privy information. Nothing crazy. I didn't think it was a big deal, but <laughs> apparently, obviously, that's what but apparently it was, and I opened up a can of worms. Um, it was all kicking off. I thought, I'm far too old for this. You know, 29-year-old bloke, you know, and it's like, you know, I'm standing in the high school playground again. And I just had to get some of the, I just had to pull one of the, you know, the one of the parties aside and say, look, you know, I let the cat out of the bag. We can use that one. Next week, I'll cat oh, out of the bag. Sweet. Write it down. Write it down. Um, I, you might say, I Not- face the music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. Um, so you can finish this example with and, just idioms. Uh, and I, um, you know, and you know, she, she had a bit of a strop on, but you know, got over it, and we all moved on with our lives and continued to push the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that was a perfect example how you can say a whole lot of like jargon and buzzwords and say nothing. But you know what I'm talking about, don't you? No, you're none the wiser. <laughs> what about you, Luke? What about those barbecues we've been talking about? Barbecue. Look, not too long ago, I may have expressed <laughs> to someone that my favourite flavour of um, Arnott Shapes is barbecue, and that that opened up a can of worms. Goes on this day, people were like berating me about that. He's done, well, he's done well to wriggle out of that one. Pizza's yeah. pizza's wriggle yeah, like a worm. Like but worm. um, you've opened up a can of worms right right now because no way in the world is pizza the best shape. No, it's oh, not had, barbecue. Either. Oh, barbecue. You know, not that either. Well, you you're wrong. What are you a cheddar man? I like, I like crispy cheddar. bacon. That's it. No, that's always the no one after Is you, oh. you like cheese and bacon? Cheese and bacon, pink box. You got to be. If you're not pink box, you're an idiot. That's it. That's the motto, mate. When you get the assorted pack, that's always the one that's just left that no one wants. No, the one that the one that's left, the shitty orange one. I'm the purple, chicken man. crimpy's great. Mate. That's number two. <laughs> I don't mind chicken crimpy's, oh, but number I think two. What? <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> Look, I like chicken crimpy's, but mm, I think Mum might have overdone them. Sort of back in my formative years so I'm a pizza man now well, pizza. I, I can't go past pizza I love pizza it. Pizza and barbecue are the staples so. no way barbecue too messy Ugh. all that red shit on it's flavour you can see but Ugh. that's the point it's delicious I don't mind with the shapes boys I don't mind a blue box sponsorship nitro cheese is alright a couple of dollars no nitro any of those cheese. extra flavours like, they clearly had four flavours to start with they got it right and they started just adding other ones on it's very much like vanilla coke and I love vanilla coke do they Mate, still do that? You're all, I'm the that's only a person. sad, sad thought. You sitting there with your vanilla Coke and your cheese and bacon shapes. Get fucked. That's 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 my night in. That's perfect. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I'll tell I you could... what. I mean, the, um, the ad rights, so the personal rights itself there. You want to share vanilla Coke and some crispy bacon shapes? <laughs> yeah. Come on around to Wollstonecraft. Exactly. Honestly. Line up, line up ladies. It's, it's BYO um, shapes though, because I do a box myself. Oh, shit, yeah, mate. They're not cheap. Um... Can of worms, so we're going to agree that it's not actually origins. That's I, what we have I reckon it's got to do with what I said because I'm always right, and it's about unexpected, like being a convict or something coming over on the ships. 
and, I you, think and your food's gone wrong. I think I think and you've opened it up and you're like, ah, we've just been on this boat for it. nine months and now I've got to eat worms. How are they bloody getting in there? Well, I think I think they just um, poorly canned it in the first place. Well, they might have been there, sort of when the tin was made, as, you know, as a, as lava or something mm. like that. Because I mean, sometimes it happens. You know, not all the time, but I mean, I, I opened up a. A container the other day, I think I forget what I had in it, but there was little weevils or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they turn into moths. Oh, so those little shitty ones. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Cereal boxes. Yeah, and rice and stuff. So as you can imagine, you're coming over on the you know the first fleet. Um, I can see sort of little creepy crawlies getting in the food supply. And I, did they have cans back then? They would have had something similar. Probably would have been the best thing to use in that scenario. Yeah, and mm. and I think um, you know to open them after a long trip, there might have been worms and. And if you do so, and in doing so, you open up a can of worms. Does that? Are we sort of? Well, yeah. I mean, does that? Re- I mean, if that messes things up for everyone else, or just you? Well, I'm assuming the can was probably not going to be just for you because they had to ration the food supply. Yeah. So I'd say a few. But wouldn't it, But wouldn't like so the 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 literal things happen? You've opened, you're you're on the first slot. You've opened up a can of worms. You know, shit. Who that's happened, it? but then... Who brought the worms? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's the thing. That's the secondary question. It's like, oh, you've opened up a can of worms because if there's worms in one bit of... If in one can, they could be everywhere. And then all of a sudden, we've got a big problem in our hand because we're not eating. And we've got four more months. That's left true, to yeah. Australia. You've just yeah. let everyone know there's a problem. Exactly. Opening... Before they're oblivious. Yeah, exactly. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. And also, the, purple bo- the, the pink box is the best box. In shapes. Unless it's got... It's disgusting, man. Worms in it. All right. Can of worms. Don't open up a box of worms. <laughs> in fact, don't open a box of cheese and bacon shapes because you'll be disappointed. Boo. Fact check. Fact check. All right, pushing the envelope. It means to extend the current limits of performance to innovate or go beyond commonly accepted boundaries. But the envelope here isn't the container for letters, but the mathematical envelope, which is defined as the locus of the ultimate intersections of consecutive curves. So uh, wrap your head around that one. Face the music. In literal terms, facing the music means to turn your body to the direction of the music and stand in front of it. (laughs) It also means to face reality, or to deal with the reality of the situation and accept all the consequences, good and bad. Also, the phrase face the music has a military history. When disgraced or dishonored soldiers were being relieved of their duties and stripped of their rank, their final march was accompanied by drums. It is commonly referred to as drumming out. Can of worms. For the uninitiated, the expression to open a can of worms means to attempt to solve one problem or to do something that creates a whole litany of other problems that were not there in the first place. The exact origin of the phrase is not completely known, but general consensus traces it back to the 1950s in the United States and literally means cans of worms. Fishermen used to buy sealed metal cans of earthworms as opposed to the plastic containers of styrofoam cups of today. All styrofoam cups of today. After arriving at their fishing spot, they would set the metal can down and open it. What was inside was alive, and if the top was left open for too long or the can was tipped over, well, your biggest problem would be no longer catching the fish and be catching your bait that was wriggling away. Just drumming you out, mate. Beautiful. I gotta do. I gotta do that again. That was shit. <laughs> a can of worms. For the uninitiated, the expression to open a can of worms means to attempt to solve one problem or to do something that creates a whole litany of other problems that were not there in the first place. 
The exact origin of the phrase is not completely known, but general consensus traces it back to the 1950s in the United States and literal cans of worms. Fishermen used to buy sealed metal cans of earthworms as opposed to the plastic containers or styrofoam cups of today. After arriving at their fishing spot, they would set the metal can down and open it. What was inside was alive, and if the top was left open for too long or the can was tipped over, well, your biggest problem would no longer be catching the fish. It would be catching your bait that's wriggling away. It's a very poorly worded sentence, but you get the drift. It is. I mean, I mean look at that. I mean, look at these full stops and commas everywhere. It doesn't flow at all. <laughs> I guess a quick, quick Google will do that, I guess. <laughs>